0: What do you do, baby boo? Welcome, guys, to the 30-minute podcast. My name is Tito. I am your host on this podcast. where for 30 minutes thereabouts. I talk about what's on my mind, you know, based on things I see on the internet, things I hear in church, anything, basically. Uh, How are you guys doing? First of all, how is 2024 treating you guys? This year is... I'm tempted to say it's moving mad. It is moving kind of mad. This is just mid-January, and the things that have been on the news... It's just crazy. This week, the whole thing in Ibadan happened—the explosion and whatnot. I pray God just takes control, cause the images from that man ridiculous. Anyway, guys, uh, this will be another interesting episode. Boy, do I have a, do I have a, a crikey one for you today, as they say in Australia. <laughs> Forgive me, I was watching something um, that was filmed in Australia, so <laughs> I've got some Australian slangs within me right now. On today's episode of the podcast, I'm going to be talking about why women do not like to take accountability. Guys, ladies, why don't you like taking accountability? Why don't you like, you know, apologizing and saying you're sorry when you do something wrong? That's what we're going to be talking about on today's episode of the podcast. Please do not switch off because I've noticed that this is a topic that women do not like engaging in or listening to, right? because actually when i was researching or when i put on my insta stories that i was going to research this topic to treat on the podcast a friend of mine a female friend of mine she replied me in the dms and said you know why are you looking at accountability and people not saying they're sorry from a woman's perspective men men do it too why are you trying to what are you trying to say and i told her that, look i acknowledge that men and women do not like taking account accountability generally but I want to, first of all, tackle it from, you know, why women don't like taking accountability. And also, I do believe, and I think there's evidence to back this up, that women are not very fond of accountability and saying they're sorry when they do things wrong. So, that's why I'm going to address the topic today. And I do implore you ladies listening to please, once again, don't switch off. I will try and be objective as I tackle this topic I will try not to be judgmental uh, because I do believe there are things that can be learned about this, right? I also believe that this is a topic that is not discussed enough. We need to talk about it more. And I strongly believe as a man, right, that women who do not take accountability and women who find it hard to say they're sorry, especially when they do things wrong or particularly when they, when they do things wrong or they wrong someone, I think it's a huge reason um it's it it's something that rubs men the wrong way. It's something that us men do not like when a woman can't take accountability. So for these reasons, I think it's worth talking about with the um aim of trying to find like a resolution or a solution for it. You know, we're all on the same team, especially where relationships are concerned. So we should address uncomfortable topics and dynamics and situations that could potentially make for happier relationships and happier marriages. That's what I'm out for, you know, or that's what I'm aiming for with this, uh, by treating this topic, okay? Now, before we dive into it, guys, if you're listening to this podcast or this episode on a podcast platform, you know the drill, please. Rate this podcast with as many stars as possible. Also, feel free to share this episode with anyone who you think would enjoy it. And um, if you're listening, once again, on a podcast platform, do know that this episode exists in video form somewhere on YouTube. Um, You can search for the 30-Minute Podcast on YouTube. I'm looking for subscribers there, so please (laughs) don't just find me on YouTube. Also, subscribe to the 30-Minute Podcast YouTube channel. Okie dokie. Hmm. Now, a bit of backstory, a bit of a backstory as to why I'm treating this topic today. So, a while ago, right, a few months ago, this is 2024, I think, late 2023, something happened in my life with a young lady. <laughs> there are so many episodes this season where <laughs> it's, the topic has stemmed from something that happened between me and a young lady. Anyway, something happened between me and a young lady and... Um, we kind of fell out, right? I'll try and make this as concise as possible. So we're, we were friends, but friends with the option of, you know, becoming more than friends, right? And we'd been, we'd been talking for a while, for a bit in 2023, and things were really going good to the point that there was one particular month, right, where we were talking every day and things were going really good. And at the end of that month, I actually sent her a message and I I pretty much said thank you for such an awesome month. You know, communicating with you and just spending so much time with you has really made this month pretty much the best month of 2023. So I did say that. The following month was a different story. She didn't totally ghost me, but the communication reduced significantly. Um, I have theories as to why the communication reduced not it wasn't from anything i did i think it was from third parties that kind of like um, were in her ear um but anyway communication reduced reduced significantly i i brought it up that look what's going on we're not talking as much as we used to she said oh, it's just work don't worry about it. it's not a big deal but i pretty much felt like i was ghosted right and then so that was the following month now as that month was ending as, and as we we're entering the third month I think she now tried to come back to communicate. In this month where things were silent, pretty much, we were now going two or three days without saying anything to one another, which was very unusual based on the previous month where we're talking every day, multiple times a day on different platforms, phone call, WhatsApp, Instagram, you name it, right? All of a sudden, the next month after that, it was kind of like crickets. But towards the end of that month, It kind of felt like she was trying to um, reestablish communication somehow. And it's how she went about it that rubbed me the wrong way. Rather than trying to have a conversation and addressing the fact that we haven't been talking as much, she, you know, she just sent like one liners or one time that she just sent pictures from a trip that she went on with friends. Right. And, you know, she knows I like her and she knows I like getting pictures from her. So without sending like a text to accompany the pictures, she just sends the, sends the pictures. I think she assumed that I'd just be really happy that she's sending me pictures. And I just, you know, forget about, forget the fact that we haven't been talking for days. And it would just be business as usual. But I didn't go that route. I was like, oh, nice. I mean, it's nice to see that you and your friends had fun and you went on this trip and whatnot. Cool beans. Uh, and then, you know, over the over subsequent days, I kept things brief and chill i didn't talk too much because the fact is i was i was a bit pissed and um i didn't know now that she was trying to re-establish communication i didn't know who i was talking to or who i'm re-establishing communication with am i re-establishing communication with the person that i was talking to every day or am i re-establishing communication with somebody who is is way more distant and who doesn't communicate with me frequently i basically didn't know who this person was anymore and i really wanted to have a conversation to to discuss what had happened in that that particular month where things were quite quiet but i didn't get that um and i didn't want to be passive aggressive on the phone or in conversations or in chats so i was keeping my responses very brief i was trying not to be emotional i was just keeping things brief anyway eventually after like a few days of that not even up to a week of that she sends me a message and says something along the lines of um i've noticed that you've been distant this isn't the first time um take care take take care yeah i think her words were those are the final words like take care and that take care was it was more like have a nice life all the best i'm out That's how I read it. And it pretty much was that because that's our last communication. That's the last thing she said to me. And I respond and I'm like, well, yes, something is up. Um, Would you like to talk about it or would you rather not talk about it? I can't remember my exact words, but that's pretty much what it was. I did establish that, yes, something is up that I'm not happy with. Secondly, um, would you like to talk about it or would you rather not? and then yeah or would you rather not so that was a message that was a reply i gave her she didn't reply for hours and you know this was in the evening let's say seven ish and then when i was going to bed around 11 i sent her another message and i say well it seems as if you don't want to talk about what's bothering me or what the issue is but if you change your mind sometime during the week let me know and i'll send you a voice note Ladies and gentlemen, that's the last communication I had with this young lady. And this was months ago, okay? And, you know, I've thought about it several times ever since, naturally. And my conclusion is that, you know, she just... She knew that I was upset. She knew I wanted to have a conversation about what had gotten me upset. But I think she also suspected that she was at fault. was something that she had done, but she did not want to have that conversation because she would have had to have taken accountability... And she may have needed to apologize to me for for certain things, for, you know, pretty much ghosting me and kind of manipulating me with that last text. And by just sending pictures without sending a message behind the pictures and expecting me to be happy and excited that, oh, she's back. She sent me pictures. Let me try and, you know, do you get me? So I guess she knew that she would have been called out by me and she didn't want to have to deal with that accountability or apologizing. So... You know, it's pretty much we haven't spoken ever since, and like I said, this was months ago. And this is what got me thinking about why women don't like taking accountability or saying that they're sorry. It's happened in—I mean, not with her particularly, but with other women. I mean, I have sisters. There's, I have my mother. I've interacted with several women. So, women not liking to, women not wanting to take accountability, usually, but particularly women not saying they're sorry for things, is not. Uncommon. It's thing. It's something that I've experienced, you know, throughout life, and other men have ex- experienced as well. I will share clips from a couple of videos that I watched on this topic in this particular episode, so that you can hear someone else's testimony, not necessarily their testimony, but them also saying that it's common knowledge that women do not like apologizing or taking accountability. So that's the origin of this <laughs> topic that we are discussing here today wow that was long-winded yes so it really did get me thinking why why is it that women are not fond of taking accountability or saying they're sorry i do have my theories there i've listed like five or six reasons that i think are are, that i think women don't like how am i going to phrase this reasons as to why women don't like taking accountability but before i do share them uh, let's play a clip a clip Geez, I really do need to catch my breath and drink my water. Let's play a clip from Dr. Orion Taraban. Uh, he's a psychologist and he has a video on YouTube titled Um, here we go. Why Women Don't Apologize. Understanding the nature of the problem. And in this short clip, he's going to talk about the reason why he thinks women do not like apologizing. And something he says in this clip is very similar, pretty much explains the issue I had with the young lady I talked about not too long ago.
1: The reason why it is so hard for women to apologize is that there seems to be a difference in what men and women consider to be the problem. From a man's perspective, the problem is some behavior for which he believes the woman to be at fault. And as a consequence of that behavior, he is now angry and upset. The behavior is the problem, and the emotional response is the consequence. And in his mind, the solution to this problem is acknowledgement of fault and behavioral change. And I don't think that's how a lot of women see it. From a woman's perspective, the problem is not the identified behavior. The problem is that the man is angry and, and upset. And as ridiculous as that might seem to a man there's actually some validity to this perspective. Like in a court of law, a breach of contract by itself is generally not actionable. You have to also prove that some harm resulted as a consequence of the breach. No harm, no foul. So it's the harm, the anger and upset that is the foul from this perspective. And in her mind, the solution to this problem is changing the way he feels. If she can succeed in modifying the man's emotional response, then on some level,
0: that would solve the problem. He pretty much summed up the experience I had with that young lady. She did something I felt a certain type of way. She noticed that I felt a certain type of way. But rather than having that conversation or trying to you know, be accountable or apologize after having the conversation, which never happened, she just tried to modify or to change my feelings at that point in time by sending me those pictures which would obviously make me happy and um yeah so this is his um dr Terabane's reason for why women do not like to apologize and don't like to take accountability their view on wrongdoing is different from the from men's view apparently they identify that they're like a man there like he said there was a problem there was a man's reaction to the problem but rather than the woman seeing the initial problem that started it all what she's seeing is the man's pissed off attitude or annoyance about the problem you know so we we tend to be looking at the dif- at different things men and women when there's a problem at hand uh, and where an apology needs to happen and someone someone needs to take accountability and in this case that someone is the woman right so um let me delve into a few reasons that i came up with as to why i think women do not like taking responsibility not like (laughs) why women do not like to take accountability or to apologize for wrongdoing number one some women think that men don't deserve an apology or softness or compassion i strongly believe that there are lots of women out there that just like they feel like men are the enemy yeah sadly and they feel like Men do not deserve an apology. They do not deserve compassion. There really are women out, like, out there like that. And they just feel like, yes, men are built different, right? And women are built differently, but they're just some universal things. When somebody has been wronged, it, they want an apology. It's normal. And they want to see changed behavior thereafter. But for some reason, women just think that men that an apology and softness and compassion are things that men do not deserve or things that men do not care for that's number one number two is um because of past hurts and betrayal there are lots of women who you know have trusted men or liked men that they were in relationships with or whatever and maybe in you know they had apologized to them when they offended those guys But somewhere along the line, those guys maybe cheated them or hurt them, or things just didn't work out, and as a result, women feel. Lots of women feel like, "What's the point of, you know, the apology of that time that I apologized to him and said I was sorry if he was still going to break up with me or cheat on me or treat me badly? So why apologize? Going forward, I would just not apologize to men, whether they like it or not. So, based on past experiences, past hurt, past betrayal. It's the policy, policy of many women that they will not apologize to men or they will not accept accountability for wrongdoing. Number three, uh, shame and embarrassment. Mm, big one. This is a big one. Lots of people, men and women, to be honest, have they see taking accountability and particularly apologizing for wrongdoing as a weakness. They feel like when they tell somebody that they're sorry for something that they've done, that it makes them look like a mug and that they're taking a huge L rather than seeing it as an empowering thing. When you're able to apologize for wronging someone and you're able to take accountability and responsibility, it's actually a good thing. It shows that you are not in the cage of, you know, people's perceptions of you or you're not, pr- you're not, you're not proud in a bad way. You know, it's nice to be proud about yourself and your achievements and whatnot. But I'm talking about like the negative pride, you know. Um, It's proud people who really don't like to apologize because they feel like it takes something away from them. And they feel like embarrassed or, you know, they feel a level of shame when they have to apologize for something. It's like corrupt politicians or people who steal money being caught, you know, in the act of uh, embezzlement or whatever, and having to face the, the press or face the public or go to court and admit wrongdoing, you know, even though they may get a more lenient sentence in court if they admit to it and they return the funds and everything, they're, they're still very embarrassed because of the pride that they have and whatnot. So lots of people tend to be, they feel shame and embarrassment when they have to apologize even though that should not really be the case it should be up the opposite you know it should be other the other way around you should feel empowered when you are able to bring yourself to apologize for wronging someone it actually does good things for you not just for the person that you're apologizing to but moving swiftly on right entitlement mentality we all know that entitlement is you know at an all-time high these days <laughs> um for both men and women but uh, we're talking about women here so um there are lots of entitled women out there and um they think that you know they don't need to apologize even when they're wrong they don't need to, to take accountability for bad behavior because they're just entitled and to be honest. Society does support bad, you know, a lot of women's bad behavior. Social media encourages and supports lots of women's bad behavior. So once they've gotten that empowerment and that support, they feel entitled and they feel like, you know, they're above other people and they're above apologizing for wrongdoing. Some even feel like they're above doing any wrong at all. You know, they may have done something blatantly wrong, but because they have this entitlement or S- semi-god complex they they don't see that they feel like they are right and they cannot be ever wrong about anything so there's that that's an extreme case but you get my point entitlement is a big issue amongst many women and it's a reason why they don't want to take accountability or apologize for wrongdoing <clears throat> um also the way women lots of women were raised and how society enforces certain things about the way women were raised, let me explain um you know the female child or when women are you know young girls, I think parents and adults tend to let them off the hook with many things. I mean, if you think about it when you were growing up, if you're a woman or if you're a man and you had sisters they they were people just tend to take things easier with women because they are the fairer sex, so to speak, and it's understandable I mean you need to cut women some slack, you know, or, you know, girls some slack when they're growing up because it's a tough world and patriarchy and all that. The problem is when women become adults, when girls grow up to become young women and adults, they want to take that mindset of um, getting away with certain things, you know, even in real life as an adult and it doesn't follow. Now you're an adult, you're more accountable, you know better. And yes, women should be cut some slack with certain things as well, there are still many things that women should not be able to get away with or should not um, take advantage of for the mere fact that they're women, you know? Um, Yeah, especially when you wrong someone, right? You shouldn't just be let off the hook because you're you're the fairer sex. You should apologize. You should take ownership and responsibility and be accountable, you know? But women kind of feel like, oh, because I'm a woman... I shouldn't be put, you know, on that pedestal or I shouldn't be, you know, judged in that way or as harshly as you would judge a man in that, in that same type of situation. Now, the final reason um, that I think women do not like to take accountability, some women, sorry, some women do not like to take accountability or to um, apologize for wrongdoing is because women have, have actually hacked it that they can get away with not apologizing and not taking accountability they can actually get what they want especially in a relationship context without apologizing and it kind of ties back to my example and how you know the the young lady sent me the pictures of her her vacation or her her outing with her friends you know if i wasn't going to if i didn't decide that i was going to stand my ground i could have just said. She sent me some pictures. She's having a good time. She wants to communicate. Let me let what was bugging me about what she did earlier, let me let it slide and let's you know open a new leaf and hope for the best going forward. If I didn't you know put my foot down, like I said, then I could have just adopted that mindset and she would have just essentially played me or manipulated me, right? And now I want to play another clip from Dr. Taraban about how women... The different tactics women use to avoid avoid apologizing and taking accountability. There's a number of them. And um, the last one, which he, um, he mentions, which is pretty much physical intimacy, is also a big one.
1: Rather than apologies and accountability, you typically see a number of emotional coping strategies, like trying to cheer you up or making your favorite meal or sending you a funny meme, or simply allowing enough time to pass for everything to blow over. All of these are strategies to reduce the man's felt experience of anger or upset. Do you understand? Women also notoriously use sex in this manner. Many years ago, I was out for a drink with a woman I was dating and she decided to take something that I said very much the wrong way. She quickly escalated and within seconds was crying and critical and withdrawn. It was fairly early in the dating process, so I was taken aback by how quickly this had escalated. However, as is my way, I didn't argue with her and gave her some time and space to emotionally equilibrate. Later that night, Rather than apologizing for imputing to me something that I didn't intend, or owning up to the disproportionate intensity of her emotional reaction, or even acknowledging the episode at all, she just came into the room, took off all her clothes, and kind of laid herself in front of me. The feeling I had was that she was offering sex as a kind of peace offering to assuage my hurt feelings, rather than apologizing for her bad behavior. And in that moment, I unfortunately lost a lot of respect for this person because of what her behavior seemed to imply, that if I could be distracted with a bit of sex, then we could all just move forward as if what just happened didn't happen. And I got up and slept on the couch in another room. That's an example of how women apologize with sex. So men, if you're expecting an apology from your woman, I would advise you not to hold your breath. On the other hand, ladies, I would highly encourage you to consider apologizing when appropriate. Why? Because men respect people who take responsibility for themselves, and men very rarely receive apologies
0: from women. So, those are the ways that women avoid apologizing. Especially the one, I mean, think back to your mom, you know, when you were growing up, when your mom would offend you or say something nasty and she wouldn't apologize. Instead, she'd come, you know, to your room like 30 minutes later and say, won't you come and eat? Food is ready or something like that, right? And women really do do that, especially that one of letting, you know, he mentioned there's a tactic of letting enough time pass by. And then, you know, coming back to try and reestablish communication or, you know, sending you a meme on social media and all that. These, these are all the tactics women use to avoid taking accountability and having the conversation that may ultimately lead them to have to apologize for wrongdoing. So, yeah, guys, um, he did say a few things at the end of uh, the, the clip, which I'll get to. Uh, but I do want to say, well, I've listed all the reasons, right? I want to say now, I want to talk about, as I wind down, the solutions, right? The solution is to demand accountability. Well, if you're a woman listening to this and you struggle with accountability and saying that you're sorry for wrongdoing, be more accountable. Work, work towards it. Learn to apologize for wrongdoing. And men as well, seek accountability. Seek accountability. Now, there's another clip which I will play from, um, what's her name? Olivia Alexa, and she says this very same thing about the solution being that women, that men should actually demand, not demand, but require accountability so that everyone just behaves better. All right, here we go.
2: Any man who even slightly questions a woman's actions is quickly labeled as misogynistic. So what does this do? It perpetuates a cycle of unaccountability. It's a systematic issue. It's an epidemic. To all the men listening, demand accountability from these women. How do you do it? So when she does something that's out of line or out of pocket and does not take uh, accountability for it, check it then. Don't wait. Because the longer that you wait, the less accountability she will feel like that she needs to take. By you addressing it at the start, it lets her know that with you, accountability is not up for negotiation. See, the problem is that accountability is no longer a requirement for relationships. And when something is not a requirement, people will treat it like it's an option. To the women out there who like to duck and dodge accountability like the plague, it's time to step up, look at yourself in the mirror, and admit when you're wrong. Nobody's perfect. We all make mistakes. But the difference between growth and stagnation lies in your ability to take accountability. Mm. So, what that said.
0: Mm, the difference between growth and stagnation lies in your ability to take accountability. Amen to that. And like Dr. Taraband said at the end of the last clip of his that I played, he encourages women to be more accountable, you know, to take accountability, to apologize when they are wrong because men don't get that. You know, men don't, um, we don't receive that. We don't see enough of it, of women apologizing when they've wronged us. Men like it when people take ownership of their behavior, right? But sadly, we don't see enough of that, particularly with women and particularly in in romantic um, situations and contexts. So, yeah, so that's the solution, guys. For me personally, it's something that I really need. As it stands with me and the young lady that I mentioned, I talked about earlier, we're not communicating. And I, you know, I've pretty much explained why. Because... She didn't want to have that conversation. I wanted to have a conversation. She didn't want to have the conversation. Uh, It's sad because that was a quality friendship, right? And in the past, I have tried to make amends. When we had other disagreements, I have apologized. I've asked for forgiveness. I've tried to mend fences. And it worked. And we came back. And maybe this last time, she was expecting me, even though I wasn't the one who had done wrong, to come back again and say... I'm sorry, what's wrong? Let's try and reconnect and everything, but I I you know, there's only so much one can take, especially when things are like black and white, okay? Um yeah, so that's the s- solution. And I think it's on a final note, I think it's really important because women not wanting to take accountability, women not being interested in apologizing when they do wrong, it really does hurt men. It's really what's keeping a lot of people and a lot of women, in this instance now, what's keeping a lot of women single? Lots of women do not want to take accountability or to apologize. And I think men can pick that up even from conversations about maybe like a, when they sense like a haughty spirit or they sense pride. And as a result, they don't proceed further with these women. And many women are, like I said, single as a result. And even for people who are in relationships, I'd imagine that lots of relationships have and even marriages may have broken or, you know, uh, gone sour because the woman doesn't want to take accountability for wrongdoing or she doesn't want to apologize for something that she may have done that may have hurt the man in the relationship. And as a result, both parties went their separate ways. I think it's a huge problem. Like I said, I don't think it's been it's, it's discussed enough, which is why I talked about it on this episode of the 13-minute podcast. I'm glad I've discussed it. It's really something I wanted to get off my chest because for me personally, some two of my personal values, there are a number of them, but let me just give you the, like the top three off the top of my head. Integrity, accountability, and communication. I cannot see myself in a relationship, in a romantic relationship, particularly a marriage with a young woman or with a woman generally, where mutual accountability does not exist. So accountability is huge for me. And I have no problems admitting when I'm wrong, asking for forgiveness, saying that I'm sorry and all that. But I want that to be a mutual thing. I don't want it to be a one-way street. So these things are very, this accountability thing and, you know, integrity and communicating and talking about the issues on ground or how one party wronged the other, these are things that are very big for me. And um, yeah, so this is just why I'm talking about it and why I think it's very important and why I think, um, you know, it's, <laughs> it's to be honest, in the dating world, it's, it's, it's a bit of a challenge for me because like I said, accountability, there's just a haughty and prideful, if I can use that word, spirit out there. And people just not wanting to communicate and be open and to be vulnerable. You know, and if you if you listen to my podcast enough, you'll know that I've talked about vulnerability a number of times on this podcast. Guys, we have exceeded thirty minutes, uh, going to about thirty five r- right now. But it was for a good cause. I really hope you enjoyed this episode of the 30-Minute Podcast. Do remember to like this. If you're watching it on YouTube, click on that like button. Subscribe to the 30-Minute Podcast YouTube channel. I'm also on Instagram. You can find me at the 30 Minute Pod. My personal Instagram is at To Do all the things. Like, share, subscribe, rate the podcast. And uh, yeah, I will catch you guys in the next one. Episodes are meant to come out every Wednesday god helping me i'll try and get back on that wednesday schedule i've been slacking thanks for listening guys catch you in the next one peace